Welcome to Passion Life Church. Welcome to Passion Life Church this morning. We're so glad that you are joining us and Happy New Year to you. 2021, we made it and you made it. Listen, if you are sitting next to somebody as you're watching this, come on, turn to them and just say, wow, you look so much thinner than you did last year. You know, if you're watching this for the first time, welcome. We're so glad that you're checking us out. We'd love to connect with you. It's very simple. Just text the word connect to 951-382-5757. We'd like to know that you are watching today and also we'd like to keep you updated with, what, with what's happening here at Passion Life Church. As we move into 2021, we're going to have in-person gatherings. I'm so excited about that, but we can also keep you updated on our growth track. When that's happening, you can hear about our church, about the vision, what we'd like to do, but also we have life groups that are going to be starting pretty soon here. We're so excited about that. We'd like to keep you informed. And again, thanks for joining us. You know, today we start a brand new series called Stronger. You know, as we begin 2021, you know, all of us are thinking about, you know, New Year's resolutions. I don't know about you. Maybe what you've already done is you've made your commitments of, you know, the goals that you want to accomplish. But here's what I'd like to do for us today. And as a church, what if we are to make a commitment to be stronger personally and corporately as a church? And I'm talking about stronger in every area of our life, stronger spiritually mentally, emotionally, relationally. We're going to talk about all of those in this series. And I think what is important is that we understand that no matter where you are in terms of strength today, we can all get stronger and we need to be stronger. And I'll tell you why, because we don't know what struggles are going to come in 2021, right? When we were on the precipice of 2019, we didn't realize how much strength it was going to take to get through 2020. And you made it. And I want to encourage you, you are stronger than you think you are because you're here. But it's important that we continue to build our strength. And here's why. We don't know what 2021 holds. We don't. But here's the great thing. God will give us the strength that we need for every single struggle that 2021 has. We don't want to faint. We don't want to quit. You know, Proverbs 24:10 says, if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. And I want us to think about that, that God wants to give us the strength to overcome every struggle in 2021. I want to say it again every struggle in 2021. Come on, if you believe that in faith, can you say a good amen? Now look what Proverbs 18, 14 says, the strong spirit of a man sustains him in bodily pain or trouble, but a weak and broken spirit who can raise up or bear. Now let's define strength for just a moment because I think it's important we understand what we're talking about. And I'm gonna give you a definition today, but I'm also gonna give you a more in-depth definition next week as we talk about being strong spiritually. But you know, when we define strength, listen to this. Strength is the ability or power to resist a force, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, or even viral. I love this definition. Strength is the inner power to change your outer world. Wow, I want to say that again. The inner power to change your outer world. And here's what strength does. What strength does is strength 
helps us to build resistance to be able to overcome the obstacles that we face. And we need to be building resistance, building strength. The Bible says that we are supposed to go from faith to faith and right strength to strength. And here's what I'd like to talk about today. I want to talk about what strong people do. I want to talk about what strong people do. And I want you to turn in your Bibles to Joshua chapter 1 verse 1. And we're going to look at Joshua's life, and I believe you're going to be blessed by this. In Joshua chapter 1, verse 1, it says this, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, and you and all these people into the land that I am giving to them, to the people of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you just as I promised to Moses. Come on, say God keeps his promises. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, to the great See towards the going down of the sun shall be your territory. Anybody up for new territory in 2021? No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous, for you shall cause this people to inherit the land that I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous, being careful to do according to all the law that Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Now, I want to look at what strong people do by looking at the life of Joshua. You know, I believe it's so relevant for the time that we're living in today. Joshua was about to step into a new season of his life. You and I are stepping into 2021, this new year. But also, Joshua was about to step into a new level of influence in his life. He was going to become the nation of Israel's leader. Now, let me ask you, are you believing for some new levels of influence in your life in 2021, I believe we should be. And so he is about to step into what God has for him. You know, this for Joshua was his dream. I mean, his dream is about to come true. He's about to see the vision that God has for him come to pass. Can you feel that anticipation? I, I, I feel that anticipation as I was reading this, like, man, they're, they're just ready to go. But here's what God says to them. In all of this excitement and anticipation, he says these words. He says, be strong and courageous. Actually, he says it three times in nine verses. How many of you know 
When God says something three times, we better be paying attention. He says, be strong and courageous. You know why I believe God's saying this to Joshua is because new seasons in our life require new levels of strength. Come on, somebody, right? Now, God had already given them the land. It was theirs for the taking. But I want to encourage us today to really hear God's voice because God says, I've already given it to you. You have to take it and we receive it by faith. Faith is a taker. But watch this. He also says, you're going to need strength. You're going to need courage to be able to take what I have given to you. Now, today, what I want to do, I want to give you five characteristics of what strong people do. Now, there's obviously going to be a ton that we could go through today, but I want to just remind you that this is a series. So we're going to roll some stuff out. You know, we're going to talk about being strong spiritually, being strong emotionally, mentally, uh, and, and relationally. We're going to go through it, but I just want to I just want to kind of focus today on five that I think is, is real relevant uh, and it provides a foundation for where we're heading. All right. So here's number one. What strong people do is they understand doing comes out of their being. Now, I want you to notice God doesn't give Joshua a suggestion to be strong and courageous. He actually commands them to. He commands them to be strong and courageous. Now, if you fast forward into the New Testament, Ephesians chapter six tells us the same thing. It says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Now, God wants us to know that our strength is not found in the things that we can just do on our own. Come on, somebody, right? I just can't be strong in my business plan that I have. I can't just be strong in my career goals, right? Listen, all of those things are great, but you're going to need godly strength to take hold of the destiny that God has for you, right? So we have to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Now, when it comes to strength, uh, God doesn't ever say in the Bible, act strong. That's not what he says. He says, be strong. Did you get that? He doesn't say do acts of strength. He says, look, I want you to be strong. So when we don't understand that our doing, everything that we do flows from our being, we can get confused because here's what happens. We begin to focus on the doing and the acting, not the being. Listen, this year, Let's focus on being who God wants us to be. Because when you are being who God wants you to be, you will do what God wants you to do. But what happens is we can get confused in the whole doing and acting that we, we actually don't emphasize the being. And that's where God places his focus. He says, I want you to be strong, right? And so what he's saying to you is that he wants to invest his strength into your existence, into your being. Do you know that when you are something, <laughs> you don't have to try to be something? Let me say that again. When you are something, you don't have to try to be that. You know, I am Puerto Rican, <laughs> Italian, and Polish. Come on, somebody. I'm tres leches. I'm all mixed up. I never one day in my life tried to be Italian. I just never tried it because I was it. Now, my wife is Hispanic. 
she loves Italian food. I mean, she loves to eat it. We, I mean, that's one of the, <laughs> we probably eat it at least once, twice a week. But you know, loving Italian food, eating Italian food doesn't make you Italian. <laughs> it doesn't. See, I am Italian by birth. It's in my DNA. And so here's what happens. And I think this is what, why people get frustrated in their walk with God, because they they try to do before they be. Now, I know that that's not proper English, but I think it makes the point. They're trying to do before they be. You know, Pastor Phil, you know, I, I want to be good. I'm trying to love my neighbor, put five bucks, you know, in the offering this week. And, you know, that's all great and good. You should do those things. But can I just be honest with you? None of those things are going to make you a child of God. None of those things are going to make you be a Christian. Do you know that when Jesus was walking on the earth, there was religious rulers who would say, what do I have to do to have eternal life? And then he told Nicodemus, he said this, he said, you must be born again. Wow. Right. So these they, they were keeping the law. They were doing the do but they didn't have it in their existence and their being because the truth is you can't do enough, right? And that's why we have to stop trying to act like Christians and just be one. Second Corinthians 5.17 says, therefore, if any man, watch this, be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So what God does is when you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, he comes in and he changes your nature. When your nature changes, then you be in Christ. So we are in Christ and Christ is in us. And guess what happens then? Then our habits change. Our doing changes when we become and we are in Christ. Come on, are you catching this? This is so important. I'm trying to lay a foundation. We have to understand that our doing comes from our being. We can try all day long to have all our goals, our New Year's resolutions, and we're going to do, do, do. But I want to tell you what, until God infuses his strength into you, into your existence, that's when the habits change. That's when barriers are broken. Now, God knew what was ahead for Joshua. He knew the, the fights that he was going to have to fight, the giants that he was going to have to face. And here was God's prescription for him. And I think it's our, his prescription for us too, entering into the new year. Be strong. Be courageous. And he was saying, I'm going to infuse your life, Joshua, with my strength. I know exactly how much strength you need to fight the giants, to conquer the cities. Let's be strong. Now, to be strong is to be filled with God's strength. So whenever God gives us a command, because remember, this is he's commanding him to be strong. Now, I think you, you should understand how God his process and in his pattern of how he does things because God always makes a deposit before he makes a demand. So in, this is what he's saying to us. And this is what he's saying to Joshua before you go out there and conquer before you, you, you know, uh, have acts of strength. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to be 
strong. I'm going to make a deposit in you so that you are ready to go out and do what I've called you to do. You know, I think that's a good formula for relationships. Make deposits right before you make withdrawals. Come on, somebody. This is what God does. This is his grace, right? He deposits strength in us. And then he says, be strong and be courageous. Remember in Ephesians chapter six, he says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. He says, put on the whole armor of God. Watch this. So you can stand. Notice he doesn't say stand strong. This is God's process. He says, be strong so you will stand in the evil day. See, when you try to stand without being strong, you're going to fail. So God makes a deposit in you of his strength. Why? So you can stand strong. Now, you may be standing and still having attacks, right? The fiery darts are being thrown at you. But you know what? Thank God he has deposited his strength in you. Now, how do I become strong? You become by your believing. You become by believing that God has put his strength inside of you. Just like you were born again, you believed and you received Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. And I want to say today, receive his strength. Maybe you're watching today and you are sick in your body. Just receive his strength strength. Tell yourself, I'm not going to do this on my own. I receive his strength today. It's freely given to you. My church family, we have a God who is strong and mighty and he imparts strength to his people. Number one, remember, Strong people understand that their doing comes from their being. We are going to do acts of strength and see strong things happen in our lives because we are going to be strong. Here's number two. Strong people allow themselves to be prepared for promotion. You know, Joshua served Moses for over 40 years. He served him for over 40. That's that's a long time. That's really being faithful. You know, serving someone takes humility and humility takes strength. It takes strength to serve someone. You know, strong people serve. Those who are the people that that are serving, listen, it's not weak people who serve, it's strong people who serve. Remember when Jesus got down and he started washing his disciples' feet? I mean, that was pretty, pretty amazing. He was the strongest person in the room at the time. And what was he doing? We find him serving his disciples. Now, let me just tell you what happens when we're willing to serve people. See, serving helps us, I think, number one, realize our strengths. It helps us to use our strengths. But you know what? It also helps us not to misuse our strengths. And it actually helps us to fine-tune our strengths, right? But you know what I love about Joshua is that Joshua never misused his strength. He never tried to overthrow Moses' authority. He never tried to usurp Moses' authority, even when, listen to this, even when Moses couldn't do what Joshua could do. You know, Joshua served faithfully to Moses. That takes strength. You know, 1 Peter 4.11 says, if anyone serves they should do so with the strength God provides so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ and to him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. Now, serving is the process that God uses to prepare you for promotion. I want to say that again. 
Serving is the process that God uses to prepare you for promotion. God wants to prepare us now for next. And God always prepares those he promotes. He does. And preparation is a process. I think that that is so important. And so what God does is he places leaders in our lives, right, to help prepare us for the next. Can I ask you this? What are you doing to prepare for next? Are you preparing for what you're praying for? Come on. Listen, you know, you can be praying, God, I want a better marriage. Lord, help me and my spouse get along. And you know what you can do? Then maybe tonight or tomorrow, you can prepare a meal for them. And and why don't you (laughs) add some preparation to your prayer? But preparation is so important. My church family, as we read the book of Joshua, and Joshua is an incredible, incredible, listen, leader. He wasn't an overnight success. He wasn't an overnight success. And in truth, there is, there is no overnight success. I mean, when you look in the Bible, you think about Elijah and Elisha. You think about David serving in the backyard of his dad's house. That's where he killed the lion, killed the bear. He got the opportunity to kill Goliath by, taking, by serving and taking some cheeses and some bread to his brothers. And there was the opportunity that he had been preparing for. That's why I love to say that success happens when preparation meets opportunity in our life. So God is preparing for us. Now, I want to tell you how God prepares us. He always prepares us in private. You know, Jesus prepared 30 years for three years of ministry right? 30 years. We don't hear a lot about those, but he was in preparation. Paul prepared. But you know what God does is he prepares us in private, but he promotes in public. Look at what he does to Joshua. Joshua chapter three, verse seven. And the Lord said to Joshua, today, I will begin to exalt you in the eyes of all Israel. So they may know that I am with you as I was with Moses. Good job. Go, Joshua. God promotes his people. Are you learning something today? Here's number three that strong people do. Strong people learn to let go and get up. Now, God tells Joshua, Moses, my servant is dead. And then he says something interesting. He says, get up. Now, I want to explain this for just a moment. Joshua's experiencing loss. He's grieving, right? He lost his, 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 his mentor, the person that he was looking up to. Served Moses for over 40 years. They had an incredible relationship. Joshua is experiencing loss, like many of us have in 2020. And maybe it wasn't a loved one. Maybe it was a job. Maybe it was a divorce that you went through. And he was mourning. And you know, there's a time to mourn. There is. There's a time to grieve. But can I just encourage you? We can't let a spirit of grieving come on us that stops us from moving forward. And so, listen, there's a time to mourn, but there's also a time to move. There's a time to allow God to heal you and get up. And my church family, if we don't move when God tells us to move, we can miss our moment. Now, here's what I I, I want to encourage you today. I, I believe that there's some things that we need to let go of. You know, I was reading a commentary and it said this, Joshua had to let Moses die. 
That's pretty strong words. Joshua had to let Moses die. In other words, he had to let go of the past because it was his time to move. See, Moses was an incredible leader. We saw, wow, when you read the Bible, I mean, you see incredible miracles under Moses. Moses was more of a father like nurturer type leader for the children of Israel. They were slaves at the time. So this was the leader that they need. But that leader was dead. And you know what? The children of Israel never went from being slaves and transitioned to being soldiers to fight for what God had for them. So Moses had died. Now this is a new season. Joshua was a military leader. Joshua was going to take this new generation and teach them how to fight for what God had for them. But I wonder today what you need to sign the death certificate on and say, that's it. It's over. I'm moving on. No disrespect to what was lost, but now it's time to get up. Come on, say that with me. It's time to get up. It's a new season. It's a new year. Now, I want to say this. Some of us are grieving failure. Some of us, I think, are even grieving disappointment. Man, we've had failure. We've tried things, and it just didn't work. And this is why I so admire Joshua, and I think this is so irrelevant for us today. Joshua stood in this place before. He didn't get to go into the promised land and dwell there. Now, he went in there with the spies, got a vision. How exciting. But here's the reality, is that he stood on the precipice of walking in, but didn't go in. They failed. I'm going to tell you why. It was the decisions of other people that affected his life. Him and Caleb wandered in the wilderness with all of the whiners and the people who died. Okay? They died, but Joshua and Caleb stood there before and their lives were affected by other people's decisions. And that can happen in our life. But I want to encourage you, Joshua didn't grieve failure. He got up. And he says, I've been here before. This is what God's called us to. This is what we're moving forward. And some of us need to get up and stop grieving the disappointment, stop grieving the failure and move into what God has for us. It's time to let go in Jesus name and get up and start doing what God has called us. Be strong, be courageous. Is this helping you today? Here's number four, talking about some character characteristics of what strong people do. Strong people have boundaries. <laughs> Whoa. Now, if you remember, God told Joshua, anywhere that you walk, anywhere the sole of your feet walk, it's yours. The land is yours. But God gave them boundaries. He outlined when we read, remember? He said, you're going to take the Hittites and then, you know, you're going to where the river, the great river. There was boundaries that God put up even for the children of Israel. And let me say it this way. It's like God put guardrails around their strength. You know, Samson was a very strong man. Very strong, very anointed by God. Now, I personally don't believe that Samson looked like the rock and was this big, strong looking guy. And I'll tell you why, because they kept asking him, where does your strength come from? So if he looked like that, I don't think they would all constantly be asking, you know, where does your strength come from? When you look at the rock, you go, okay, your strength comes from lifting weights and supplements, all those things that you do. 
But for Samson, I don't believe that he looked that way because people kept asking. But here's what I want to encourage you. Samson was anointed. Samson was strong. But guess what? Samson lost his ministry and he also lost his life for a lack of boundaries. Now, here's what boundaries do in our life. And we're going to talk about this when we're talking about being stronger relationally. Some of us need to put up boundaries in our life, guardrails. We're allowing people in our lives and they're zapping and just, you know, draining our strength. We need some boundaries. But let me tell you what boundaries do. And again, God put up these boundaries for Joshua and the children of Israel. Boundaries allow us to focus our strength in a certain area. And listen, focus strength is maximized strength. Focus strength It's maximized strength. And so God says, look, I'm giving you the strength to be strong and courageous, but here's where it's going to be. I want you to be in this place. Here are the guard rails. And we're going to talk a little bit more when we talk about relational strength, being stronger together about boundaries. But I wonder what boundaries you need to start setting up. (laughs) Strong people have boundaries. Now, here's the last one for today. Strong people don't settle. They just don't settle. Listen, I want us to make a commitment today. We're not going to settle for less than God's best in our life in 2021, no matter what comes our way. No matter what comes our way, we're not going to settle because we have the strength of God in us. I so admire Joshua because, listen, him and Caleb were the only two people to actually walk into their destiny and take hold of everything that God had for them. Not only did Joshua see Moses, right, die in his his lifetime, he watched a whole generation of people die in the wilderness, friends, family. And you know why they died? Because they settled. That's always the first uh, decision. We make a decision not to move forward. So you know what? We settle. And so he watched a whole generation, millions of people not walk into what God had for them because they quit. They saw the giants and they said, we can't. Come on, somebody. But Joshua is standing again on the borderline of the promised land. And you know what? When everybody else quit, he didn't settle. When everybody else said, no, I'm not going to do it. He said, I'm still going forward. And I love that spirit. It's a different spirit. It's a strong spirit. So here they are looking at the same, pretty much the same giants, the same land. And I want to encourage us today, my church family, the giants don't get smaller. You get stronger. I want to say that again. The giants don't get smaller. You get stronger. And so Joshua needed strength to have endurance for 40 years, to come back to the goal and to walk into what God had for him. He needed strength for that. But then you know what? He's going to grow in strength. Joshua is going to overthrow 31 kings. Come on, somebody. That is strong. And so in 2021, today, here's what I want to do in this series. Let's make a commitment. We are going to be stronger and we're going to be stronger than any struggle that comes our way. Wow. Praise God. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to say this with me. Come on, say this. Say, I can. Come on, I can't hear you. Repeat after me. Come on, say, I am able. Say, I am stronger. Say, I am courageous. Come on, say it one more time. Say, I can. I am able. I am stronger. I am courageous. Hallelujah. 
You know, my church family, God has never lost a battle. And he never will. He never will. And you know what? He wants his people to be strong. He wants you to be strong. I want to pray for you today. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everybody listening in the, from listening to the sound of my voice and watching today. I pray today that you infuse their life with strength. That today they would believe so they can become strong. That they would believe that their strength is not good enough. That we need your strength. We need your courage today to get up and be activated with the strength that you have. Lord, I speak to sick bodies in the name of Jesus. And we command them to be healed, to be strong. Come on, every part of your body from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. I speak strength in the name of Jesus. You know, when my wife and I tested positive for covid and we were recovering. That was one of the confessions that I've been saying every day. I am stronger. God makes me strong. I am standing in his strength, not mine. Come on, somebody. We need to say that. Say, I am strong, right? I can. I am able. I am stronger and I am courageous in the name of Jesus. Listen, maybe you're watching and, and you're not a Christian. You are doing good. You're trying to do good things and you just see that you know, your life really hasn't moved forward. Well, again, I just want to remind you, it's the being that comes first and your doing comes out of your being. And in order to be in Christ, you just have to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You've asked God to forgive you of all your sins. He comes inside your heart and you can be in Christ. And then you know what? You will see things change. You will see your decisions change. Will you pray with me this morning? Come on, say this. Say, Father God, forgive me of all of my sins. Jesus, come inside my heart and live in me. Make me strong. Make me a new creation. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, I will live for you. Oh, how incredible. Welcome to the family of God. Listen, if you prayed that prayer, will you just simply text the word believe to 951-382-5757. What an incredible, incredible word today. And we're just getting started. And we are going to be talking about being strong emotionally, mentally, relationally, spiritually. And uh, Rex Crane will be joining us for some of those. It's going to be an incredible time. Listen, before we go, I just want to encourage you to be strong in your giving. I want to thank you all so much. In 2020, many of you honored God and you tithe and you gave offerings. And to be honest, that's why we're still here preaching the gospel because of your generosity. And so today, if this is blessing you, I want to encourage you to give. Give to it. If that's one area we need to be stronger in is finances. And we do that by giving. There's a couple of giving options that you can see. You can text PLC Marietta to 77977. It's as safe as online banking. You can set up your account and you can give. You can put it on recurring this year so you don't forget. You know, sometimes people tell me, well, I just forget. Well, you know what? Hit recurring. And so uh, that way you don't forget and honor God. Let's have strong finances. But you know what? You got to let God be involved in your finances. And you do that by saying, here, Lord, here's my tithe. Here's my offering today. Again, I want to thank you for your giving. You mean so much to us. We love you and we miss you. And we're going to be letting you know 
about our in-person gatherings. We are planning and we are excited about that. Happy New Year to you. Share today's message and we'll see you next week. God bless.